for a long time I was mad at him because I'm like, bro, you left me with all the responsibility and you try to come around like, you know, and I, mm-hmm. but, you know, we had a conversation recently and he said, son, I'm just a man. I'm just trying to get better every day. I can't, I can't try to be perfect. I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to be a better me every day. And I live by that. So, Roy Woods. What's up, man? Welcome to the Gents Talk Pod, brother. Yeah, thank you. Welcome, thank you, guys, welcome, man. Welcome. Appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. No, this is cool. We're yeah, uh, yeah. we're excited to talk to you. Yeah, you got man. a lot of cool stuff coming up. I do. I do, man. You're going on tour soon. Yep, 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 yeah. yep. Less than uh, seven days now. Seven days now. <laughs> we're filming this in, what day is it today? October. 24th. 24th. 24th, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's awesome, man. So, why don't we just jump right into it here let's uh, take a step backwards okay everyone knows you as roy woods the rapper yeah but who's roy woods the person uh i mean roy Woods the person is a is a is a i feel like he's like a like a, a, a person who lives like two lives you know um in my life i feel like you know especially having a daughter now like i'm clark Kent by day oh, you have and super nice. yes thank you thank you um so that's also changed me you know I used to be a very wild boy. People know me. <laughs> People know me to be a very wild boy. <laughs> but, you know, um now the person that I am, I'm very uh I'm very reserved, uh quiet, um, to myself, very family orientated. Um, which I've always has always have been, but now that I'm like a little older now, I have my daughter now, um, and responsibilities have hit right now I just like that's all I worry about. Um, and yeah, like, you know, obviously like I love to have fun and stuff, but I don't really care for the outside noise. You know, I've never been a person that cares about the outside noise. I live in my own world. I don't follow no hype. I just kind of, I'm in my world and I stay in it and I let people in it when I make music. Yeah. You know, that's really it. So you went to high school in Brampton. You were, yeah. You were saying before we started recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you talked about how you switched schools. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the switching of the schools was the best decision you made. Yeah, man. It was Why? great. Um, yeah, because at that time, my school, my first school, Turner Fenton, great school, great high school, but all of the all the kids were leaving. Great school, but all the kids were leaving. Yeah, all the kids were leaving, you know? And I was a part of that group. I'm like, oh, do I want to be here knowing what's going to be, what it's going to look like next year? Yeah. Um, so I went to the school. I said, you know what? I'm just going to transfer from last year. Um, and they still had football. I was hoping to play football, but, um, you know... I couldn't play. They had some rules. So, you know, I stayed. I stuck it out, you know, for the last year. I was going to do grade 13, mm. but I ended up getting signed, right? Nice. But that's where the music was taken off. Um, oddly enough, in a Catholic school, it was way more, I had way more attention um, towards the music, towards the even building hype. You know, um, there was just so much more, even competition. It was really like I felt it there. It was, I guess, because it was more predominantly black school. Mm. Um, and then... My high, my my first high school was like a mix, a little real uh, melting pot. Yeah. But Saint Augustine, my second school, there was predominantly black, Asians. There wasn't a lot of white kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was. I mean, there was, but it was like it was looking like a school. It was like in Atlanta or something. You know? Mm. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I'm like, yo, this Fit is right lit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, it it really helped me, uh, tap in more to, 
um, catering to people, um, making songs, dropping them on SoundCloud, YouTube, coming to school the next day, getting reactions from people on some like, yo, I really like that. Or like, yo, like that wasn't it. And you would feel it. You yeah. would feel it. It's either they like it or they don't. There's no sugarcoating it. So, you know, it was really, it really helped mold me yeah. into like, okay, I got to cater to, I guess, my fans now. I mean, they weren't really even fans. I'm building that. But I have to kind of cater to them now. So I'm rap. They know me as rapping, but then now I started singing. They're like, ooh. Mm. So it was, yeah, yeah I was, yeah. it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun, man. It was fun. Like I had a whole like uh, rap beef with my boy. <laughs> with my boy one time. Was it real or was it manufactured for? <laughs> no, no, no. It was, you know what? We were boys too, but we were just like, we weren't, we didn't really know each other like that. We just knew of each other as rappers yeah. in the city. Um, went to different schools and stuff. But then it came to a point where like he said this one thing, and we all respected each other too. But he said this one thing in our song. I was like, "Bro, no!" So I, <laughs> I responded, started a whole thing. One of his boys went to my school, and that was that was a whole thing, bro. It was crazy, man. It was it was a good time though. We look we look back, we talk about it and stuff. And it could have got serious, but um, yeah, we look back. We we're just kids, man. It was so fun. you're boys with him now? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's great, man. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he's great, man. You mentioned getting signed. Yeah, I always want to know if we were a fly on the wall when you found out that you were getting signed, what would we have seen? Um, if I was a fly on the wall, if we were a fly on the oh, wall, if you all were fly on the yeah. wall, yeah. And the moment you got, what was it? A phone call, a text? Yeah. I, well, my first phone call I got was when I got signed to my management in high school. Yeah. I was in class. I was in like religion class or something. <laughs> like, we was just messing around, and then I got the call, and that was hype. Yeah. You know, getting signed to management. Um, and then after that, a year later, it was assigned to OVO. So, so it was got my, the OVO call. Yeah. What we what would we have seen if we were there? Oh uh, man, uh, I remember this exact moment where <laughs> I was um, dang, <laughs> you would have seen you would have seen me just honestly in a way you probably never would have thought because I was sleeping on couches at the time, so I was bummy, broke. Um, I was just smoking weed, popping this and that. Mm. I was a mess, bro. Mm. Um, so when I got that call, or that it was really a text. It was like Oliver hitting me up, saying he wanted to 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 make um to link up and send the music and stuff like that. When I got that text, we were just like, I was like, bro, this is Oliver, bro. Are you serious right now? <laughs> this was months before we got signed. But it was knowing that this is where I already knew from. I got that. Yeah, it's OVO. You know, and then linking up with Oliver and everything, it, it it led into obviously me signing. But from that moment, when I I got that DM, I'm like, oh no, this is it. Uh, there isn't anywhere else I really would want to go. Right. So mm. the fact that it just came to my doorstep, it was like, it was a no brainer. Yeah. You know, but I was in a I was in a dark place, dog. Where were yeah. you? Um, I was on Dover Court and uh, Bloor. Okay. I was living mm. over there, and uh, um. One of my homies, they had a unit in the building, and I was at his spot. We were chilling. They was playing video games with bro, and I think I was just hitting poppers or smoking blunts or something. Mm. It, was just, it was just a regular day, dog. And then, yeah, the DM pops up on my phone. I'm just there like on the couch. I'm just like, hey, bro, wait. This, <laughs> Am I saying this right? <laughs> this is uh, This is... Oliver, like Oliver, Oliver, right? <laughs> and everybody's like, "Yeah, bro." So yeah, you know, uh, it was a, it was a very just a trippy moment. But looking back, like I was a completely different person. Did yeah. you just, did you yeah. scream? Like was it like a like a contestant on like you know the <laughs> no. prices, right? Like you know, or is it just like 
I think uh, I did disbelief. that on my ones. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. After you like went home, you just like, oh, I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more like we were all amped, like, oh, yeah, we did that. Like, oh, yeah, you yeah. know? But, um, yeah, I think I was, uh, honestly, at that moment, those those times in my life was such a blur. Because mm. I was just, I was so off it, bro. Just, well, walk us through that. You said you were in yeah. a dark place. Yeah, yeah. Were... I was off a lot of drugs, dog. I ran away from home. and At what age? I was 18. I just turned 18. Okay. Um, Why'd you run away? It was premeditated between me and my sister because my mom, she was going through a lot where it was affecting us and she wasn't realizing that she's the problem mm-hmm. even, and she wouldn't even want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this Caribbean parents, mm-hmm. you already know what it is, right? But you can't talk back to them. Exactly, right? There's foreign parents in general. Yeah. But um, it was beyond that. It wasn't beyond a talking back. We're talking about respect now. Yeah. We're talking about you telling us, okay, for instance, it would be situations where like, you know, my mom would... um, uh see things hear things going on and try to convince us hmm. even though we knew we would try to direct her and be like no mom it's not like that and to the point she get very argumentative hmm. so we realized years later because she was just came out the psych ward she was she had schizophrenia but nobody hmm. knew right so she's going through all these things and we're just thinking oh mom's just a little crazy it's all good but not knowing like no she's really losing her shit right now so it came to a point where it was just like um, we just couldn't keep putting up with the lies anymore and or ha- us having to lie to her in order to us to be sane in the house, you yeah. know, just mm-hmm. to have a good time in the house. Like, it's like, we have to put up this whole front so you can, you know, enjoy whatever world you live in so we can have our own peace mm-hmm. because your life is just disrupting us every way possible right now. So my, my sister ended up leaving too. Yeah. You know, we and we love our mom. We were, we were just all together yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just building up her dresser and stuff and building her bed and stuff like that, like with, with the family and stuff. And so my sister came, she was helping out. So we're good now, but the the work I had to put in from that age, it was crazy. Like I had to leave because I knew if I stay here, it's not gonna help. Everybody just depends on me more. You guys gotta feel the pain now while I'm gone. And that's what happened. Ooh, I see I'm rubbing over. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah that's what happened I had to I just had to separate myself yeah do and fight for myself right because I knew what I wanted for myself my mom wanted me to go to college uni and I was like yeah I want to do that I still do but I'm like yo there's I got something right now Mm. you know and she did believe in me but she didn't believe in me the way that I wanted her to in a sense it was more because she wasn't even there to you know I kind of I can't even be mad looking back like all the things I was mad about I more feel sorry for like I feel sorry I was even mad well do you regret the way you handled the situation knowing now what the situation really was at the no. time you didn't know but now when mm-hmm. you look back do you go i wish i put in more i wish i tried one more time or a little harder not at all because i couldn't okay. yeah i couldn't i did everything that i could mm-hmm. right um you could only you can't force anybody you can't force a, a horse to go and drink water when it's mm-hmm. not hungry yeah. and it doesn't want to drink it's not thirsty and that was the situation i was doing it over and over and over and over again there's only so much you can do my, well, my little sister too so it came to a point where like, I had to leave. I told my little sister, I'm like, listen, I got to go. Like, I got to chase a dream right now. And I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know where I'm going to, you know? And then it left her with the burden. Mm-hmm. And it became a lot for her. And she was like, she's a year younger than me, but almost two. So she grew up a little, not slower, but she's more, it took a little bit longer for her to get mature. Right. Right. And But and when she did, she, she mm-hmm. oh my God, she held everything down. Right. Like I could just honestly do drugs do everything I want and she was taking care of all the burden and it came to a conversation you know it was like yo like I'm dealing with everything over here like I need your help because she's she's mad at me for you Yeah, you know what I mean like she thinks everything that we're going through is your fault right now and I'm this and I'm trying to go to school it was a lot bro it was a lot so um 
I, but I don't regret it because we're so happy now, dog. Like the things that we've been able to come through. Like I can speak about my story to other parents, mm. and it inspires them. You know, and it, it it allows them to let them know, like, you know, because a lot of the, a lot of people who've been through my situation, they lose that member of their family. Mm. You know, like whether it's suicide or whatever it may be. Um, so and I I have those conversations whenever I go speak on like a panel or whatever it may yeah. be, and it inspires these people. The mothers and and sisters of those family members come and they speak to me about their stories, and it lets me know that yo like, I wasn't alone even though I felt like I was. You know, and this is the reason I'm here, so I can help other people who feel like they're alone as well know that you're not. doesn't matter what level of status somebody may have. We're all mm -hmm. going through similar things, possibly even the same thing. Mm -hmm. You just never know, right? How many years did you, I guess, after leaving, were you not with uh, talking to your mom? And then how yeah. long, like, how did you go back to get to where you guys are now? Like, is there anything specific Ooh. you did? Or, like, did you reach out to you? Because you obviously yeah. wouldn't have talked at all for a little bit, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I kept my distance a lot over the years we used to not like it was like very on and off um it wasn't until she went in the psych ward and she well before she even did that she just ran away or something she went missing we ended up calling police it was serious me and my sister we never fight we were bickering yelling at each other because we were just like you messed up you messed up da, da, yeah. da, da. it was just a mess um and at the time my daughter was uh uh in my in her mom's belly still she was like Pfft maybe like six eight months um so i'm worried about that and then my mom went missing it was it was wild until she did that and then we found she took herself to the hospital but she didn't even know um mm. that's how gone she was uh wow. that's when we felt safe again it was yeah. like that was the only reason that uh, we got her back because we took her to cam h and this is what messed me up like you can't force somebody to go into camp, they, they have certain reasons. It's either self-harm, harm to uh, themselves, or to, harm to somebody else, or there's another reason. It has to be wild. Yeah. But in these cases, when you have somebody who's halfway there and halfway not, and is still disrupting life, it's hard to get somebody help when visibly they look fine. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing with mental illnesses. Is exactly. It, it's not like a physical injury. You nah, sometimes uh, can't tell. And you can just story it up all you want, but you know, when we brought my mom to Camage before this even happened, like a week before this happened, she passed everything. She was fine. Mm -hmm. So then we're like, what do we do now? We don't even know what to do. Like we went to the last place where we think we can get help, and we're looking at the lose in America. I mean, it was like, and it's kind of twisted, but you can just force somebody to get in there. And obviously people yeah. do it for the wrong reasons. And yeah. that's where I feel mm. like, okay, I understand what's going on, but it's like, but I need help now. Yeah. So who am I supposed to go to? Because you guys are the people I'm supposed to go to. So it left us in a bubble. We didn't know what to do. We kind of just let, put her back there. She destroyed her whole apartment. Um, everything was broken. Like we built tiles. I, I, I tiled her floor when I was like 12 with like her ex-boyfriend. He taught me how to tile floors. We did her like kitchen, the walls in the kitchen, the floors, the bathroom. She... I don't even know what a hammer or something. She just destroyed everything. When we got in the house, it was ramsacked. She was speaking gibberish. It was a sad. It was the saddest moment I've ever seen my mom in. When I walked in the house, that's we, we had no choice but to take her to Cam H. And then we take her there, and they say that she's fine. So we have, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of system is this right yeah, now? Yeah. Like, we have so much people who are just meant or known to cover it up because we just fight through shit. We don't deal with anything. So now that things are seeping out. Right. And, and 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 other people are seeing it in our heads we don't even know it. Right? Like my sister used to tell me, Yo, I want you to slow down. You're you reminding me of mom a lot because you're going way too fast. You're 
you're worrying about the wrong things. I was dri- I was driving myself crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just from dealing with everything. I'm so much like my mom where I'll let things, I'll let people abuse me. I'll let people walk over me and then act it out later on and not realize what I'm doing to myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I had to get out of that early, even myself, because I started feeling like, yo, I might be along the same path. <clears throat> so um, it wasn't until my mom, like, you know, did it herself, took herself into the hospital hospital and they put her in a psych ward where she actually got help. I didn't know what we were going to do. I was sitting down in my crib like, yo, what are we going to do? Talking to my sister, talking to my baby mother, like, yo, like, what's going on? Like, what are we supposed to do? It was just, it was, we were all so lost. So until, you know, she did that, I don't know what led her there, but, she, you know, she went there and that's what honestly saved us. Wow. Yeah, that, that yeah. must have been a really hard time to just... <sighs> Yeah. I mean, thank you for sharing that. That like that, that must have been a really hard time to, to even yeah. like to to. I can't imagine walking into that house, mm-hmm. seeing what you saw, and then still being in the frame of mind to go, okay, I can't necessarily react to this. I need to think about a solution. My brain goes there first all the time. Yeah. It's been like that from when I was a kid because I had to take care of my mom. So those moments, though, mm-hmm. obviously leave an impression on you. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Have you? reconciled all of that now that things have by the sounds of it yeah. calmed down a little bit yeah like we we talk about it yeah. all all the time my mom spoke to me about her time she's been opening up about her time in the uh, psych ward and how it was for her broke my heart dog yeah. um just to know that's how she felt because my mom's damn near like my kid like i've been taking care of her even though she's like she's in her 60s early 60s she don't even look it but that's like like I take care of her, yeah. you know. I my dad told me, listen, make sure you take care of your mom. Cause I ain't going, I'm not here to. And I had that from when I was eight, little sister too, then yeah. myself. You know, I never had. The only reason I'm even here talking to you guys right now is because I said, mom, I'm gonna take care of you. Yeah, I'm. With a, it was football at that time. Now it's music, but and I made that promise too, and I took care of her mom too. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I've been. That's this is who I've been since I was a kid. My mom has been my my world. Yeah. You know, so seeing that. Uh, dude, it was you just want to you just want to fall and just break down and you know not get up but then like you have to be strong yeah like i never knew this can drive someone to not even know what they're saying this is not speaking in tongues no this was it was it was completely different it was completely different state i never understood bro we, we all didn't understand it mm. you know so um but we talk about it dog we talk about it a lot um you know about how she feels about the things that she doesn't remember um, how she used to be as a mom, and and this the mom that I have right now. Who I talking like, this is the mom I remember, mm. you know. And I and I I'm so thankful for that because the mom that I had during my t- adolescent teenage years that was a person I don't know, mm. right? And that's where all the problems came. So we talk about all those things, you know. Me 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 and her do my my little sister and her they talk about it all the time, um. Because if, if we don't, we're not gonna heal, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we always, we're always talking, Can't man. Bury always it. have to talk through it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Always, man. Always, always, always. So now yeah. you mentioned a, a lesson there, or, or a, a, something your dad said to you. What's the relationship there with your dad? Good, man. Good. Um, you know, my dad always he's just a big kid. Um, but he like I I'm a very understanding kid. Like I understand why my parents are the way they are. Um, you know, my dad never had anything growing up like that. Like he was even, he don't even talk to his own family like that. Hmm. You know, he had like, 
like his mom was good to him um his one sister was good to him but he got a couple brothers couple sisters and even within his own family like he was bullied so he didn't have a lot of yeah because well i'm native from um i'm south american native so his dad well um, is where he gets his native side from so he has a different look than the rest of his brothers and sisters um so they used to bully him then bully him he lighter skin or you know it was just a lot so he used to deal with that got in the streets at like 13 over in guyana not here Hmm. um and then just was in the streets his whole life dog um not just like you know a little small time shit like he was you know he was was his life that was all he knew (laughs) you know like he was man the life my dad lives crazy and you know for a long time i was mad at him because i'm like bro you left me with all the responsibility and you try to come around like you know and uh Mm. but you know we had a conversation recently and he said son i'm just a man i'm just trying to get better every day i can't i can't try to be perfect i'm not trying to be perfect i'm just trying to be a better me every day and i live by that so when he said that it it blew my mind it kind of just said every question you had for this nigga throw it out the window (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying because he summed it all up in one and i didn't even answer the question my mom asked the question but he was just giving it to us that day like just all this all these all this truth all this all these mysterious questions i had about my dad like he was just answering them to me and you know i knew what i knew but then i really got to know the man he is you know um and i just had to respect it as a as as another man like i just had to respect it because i know where you come from bro and one thing i do know like he's a father he has all his kids in his life and and he tries to make sure that he's always around his kids in his life um and he stands on his ground he's a working hard working one of the hardest working men i ever know um that's why i can never be lazy my parents work their ass off <laughs> you know and yeah. as they're the cancers they're family orientated so they're always doing even though they're not together you know they always try to make sure that they can do whether it's individually or together yeah. what they can for their kids and their family dog so I, I i just have to respect him you know as a man you know even for you know what he has done because it was not easy um and he knows that too um but i yeah i just have to respect him yeah. like i have to yeah i feel like sometimes and we've talked about this before where we we forget sometimes that our parents are going through life for the first time, just like we are. Yeah, yeah pretty and much. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's crazy to think, uh, sometimes to think about it, it's like, wait, my dad was 24 mm-hmm. and this would have been going on. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's yeah, like exactly. he was a child. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, it's like, of course. yeah, it's like, or, or he was 28 when this happened. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. I remember how, like, you know, they, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. so it's weird because they like, become human beings. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, man. This they, is... they they almost stop becoming the, the heroes, the superheroes you thought they were and of you course, start seeing yeah. them as humans and it comes with this like understanding that you know they've (laughs) failed at things in life they had dreams and ambitions just like you do and it it offers a little more (laughs) it offers more space for sympathy and Mm -hmm. empathy with them most like they tried their best with what they could exactly life might have might not have been fair for them but they tried especially as like you know first immigrant yeah Mm Canadians like that's not easy to so like picking up your family leaving coming over oh and being God. like alright this is for you guys yeah bro like my, I know my mom feels bad cause she's the only sister here out of nine oh, right? yeah. so she's like damn I feel like she feels like she left her family back home to get a better life and a lot of things went in turmoil 
uh, during the process. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just trying to, trying to get her life back for her, yeah. you know, trying to make it better for her. Because she had a whole lifestyle before I came around and she lost a lot. And she was a millionaire back in Guyana currency. Mm-hmm. So she was she was up. She had her own clothing business, everything, you know, handed it to one of her sisters. It just went down from there. And then it's just been a pickup game since. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm thankful I could even do this. I help her out, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Any way I can, you know, just make her feel good. Make us make a see her see her with a smile on her face, bro. Absolutely. Bro, that's <laughs> worth everything. Just like yeah. my daughters. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the 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 price is priceless. It's it's I would do anything just to see those smiles, man. Yeah. It's no How price is on fatherhood? Those. The best thing ever, bro. Yeah. yeah the best thing ever, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. I wouldn't trade it for the world, bro. Um. When you, when you know the kind of father you are, um. And you see it, you know, but the time that you put in, the love that you put in for your kids, there is no greater feeling, mm. you know, when it, when that, that, that love is the reward, you know, I don't need money. I don't need none of that for my kid. I just, that love that I get is the best reward in the world, dog. You know, I'm always trying to spend as much time with my kid as I can. And I do, um, even though like I'm always busy, I'm never too busy for my kid, you know? Yeah. So it's whether it's FaceTimes and I don't even like the FaceTimes. I want the mm-hmm. in person interaction. Yes. You know, yes. I bring her to mind all the time. Like as soon as I'm back in the city, where's my daughter? Yeah. <laughs> picking, her, <laughs> picking her up from daycare. We, you know what I'm saying? We yeah. rocking. Yeah, that's 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 my little twin too. Like she just like me, so I gotta <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get it right because her mama can't <laughs> keep her on the leash. Like I know I can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I know. You know, even that. Like I I realized the role of a father the other day. I had to. Uh, um, the other day she hit my dog and realized like hey don't do that her mom came to pick her up she's like hey don't do that say sorry to the dog she didn't want to say sorry so I was <laughs> like so then I came through hey what are you doing like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, on the deeper Listen voice to your mother <laughs> <laughs> you know fun that comes to all serious and then she playing with me too so I was like yeah this ain't serious so I'm just there sitting I'm sitting like, let me see what her mom gonna do your yeah. mom's trying, man. Doing a just trying. She's trying, and I know her mom. She trying. <laughs> I know how her mom could be. So I was like, damn, you you can't even get through it right now. So I'm. He's like, you know what? You're not gonna go home with mommy. That's what she said. You're not gonna come up with mommy. You gonna stay right here, and that got her. But it didn't get her fully. So I'm like, yep. You know what? You're going away from mommy. We're going upstairs. So I put her in the crib. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what were those you what you said come say it to the dog three times I had to go up and down the stairs mm. cause she playing as soon yeah. as I bring her down she ain't trying to say nothing but that last time she gave the dog a little pet <laughs> I was like I'll take that yeah. <laughs> but I was like that showed me the power of like what a father really is cause sometimes the moms can't get through to the child yeah. just based on the mom being a mom I do not understand the science mm-hmm. and the psychology of that but there's something about it when the dad comes in it's game time game time's over you know I'm not playing with daddy I'm not trying to go cross that line he's always fun yeah I always get mama serious I can play. it's okay you know what I'm saying like I'm just trying to see daddy good so when daddy when I realized that and I was like oh that this this dad thing is a real thing bro like I now see the power of a father not just the dad being around here you know a father there being there to correct pick um pick her up when she needs to pee when she feels down or whatever. I'm there all the time and I now see the power I see the effects of of that and it just blew my mind like I had to tell my mom I'm like mom I can't believe it. this is what this is what it means to be a dad <laughs> like this is the power of a dad like this yeah. is the power of a father this is why 
being with somebody like hand in hand or having a good relationship with your partner is so important because when that one person doesn't have that control even for a father you need that when when the father's being too tough you need that motherly love and vice versa so yeah man i'm thankful that i'm even cordial with my baby moms because we've known each other for like 10 years mm. so we're cool our families know each other it's all cool because if i had another situation i'd be like damn i'd be, I'd be hard <laughs> yo dog <laughs> oh, yeah. stressing you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. is there something you learned from your relationship or from the experiences with your mom and your dad that you now want to share or translate over to your daughter oh my god everything i learned man oh my god my mom taught me a lot man my parents taught me a lot that i live by and being the rebellious kid i used to be I always try to steer away from it like oh, they don't know what you're talking about <laughs> but now as i as soon as i hit my 20s i see what the real world was like and that's when i learned that all the things that i learned my values the things that my parents instilled in me they were the best things ever bro hmm. because i can't be moved or I can't be taken away from what makes me me. Like, you're not going to force me to do no dumb shit. I'm going to, I'm the guy who's been like, hey, no, we're not doing that. You know, let's do something that's actually smarter and more beneficial. Like, I've always been that guy. And I, I thank God that I am because this world that we live in today, nobody cares. I care. You know, I'm not somebody who likes to lie and pretend or anything like that. What you see is what you get, you know? And I never fell into those. Like, I, obviously, I'm a human and I've, obviously tried to fit in mm -hmm. but when i realized that actually i don't fit in i didn't even care to anymore hmm. and i'm thankful that because i have people who follow me for that exact reason they don't follow me to fit in they follow me because i'm me they love my music because yeah. i'm me they listen to my words they pay attention to my stories they buy tickets to shows watch me on the live have their, my notif their notification on just for me just so they can follow me because i'm me I'm not nobody else. And they know this too. And I love my fans so much for that just because I've worked so hard to not be anybody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The Like my mom taught me about the law of attraction at 12 years old. Everybody's learning about it now. They tell me about it at like 20 something. I'm like, bro, you guys are late. Because <laughs> okay? I'm already on, I'm already on quantum physics over here. <laughs> Catch up. Right? Like literally, that's why my mom had me on at a young age. My dad threw me the three C's. Even because my, my dad, he would be around. We always we always had a great relationship, but my parents were never together like that. But when he did throw some gems on me, he dropped some gems, dog. Yeah. And what one was three C's, sorry. the three C's, Cool, Calm, and Collective, man. Cool. Yeah, those were the three C's. Very simple. But then I learned, like, when I'm in certain situations, when I would use even one of them, I would see how it would affect that situation compared to if I was wilding out, which I have been in those situations mm -hmm. where I would wild out on somebody. or. But then the next situation, I'd be chill, collect, I'd be, and then I, you know, maneuver a yeah. certain way in order to get out of that situation whatever yeah. bro i see the effects and it's beautiful like i i because i see it and not a lot of people even see it for themselves some people who even move like that actually they may not even know that's why you're getting out of them situations that you're getting out of you don't even attract those situations sure because yeah. you maneuver in a certain way you know what i'm saying you don't bring that energy towards you you roll with a certain energy and that's who you are I, I've been learning about energies and the universe, different cultures, religion for a long time. These are things I'm going to instill my daughter. I am trying to instill my daughter from now. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, she's also a girl, like, she loves activity. She likes to even fight, play fight. Like, and I'm a fighter. So, my dad got me in boxing young. Um, I'm oxy, actually, all my sisters, except for my little ones, she don't like fighting. <laughs> but we all know how to bust some ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good place to, to like, oh, yeah. let out yeah. some frustration. That's too. So, I'm, a, I'm yeah. definitely, I, I told him I want to get into something. Yeah. With boxing, mixed martial arts, whatever it may be, just to release that. Mm 
Mm. Right? I don't know even why she's so mad, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to get the them dog. into something to release it. So Lone learns the discipline because there's nothing exactly. wrong with knowing how to punch somebody. Not at right? all. And you should know how to punch somebody. Gotta defend it's, yourself. But you, right? it's it's when exactly and, and and how to how to yeah stay. It's like three C stay calm. But if you do if you need, if if you already have that aggression, so that's that's half the battle right there. And it's yeah, okay, exactly. just just harness it kind of. Not just ah, not not just suppress it and exactly. be like harness don't it. don't don't do that. Right. Just, okay, we got this, you got this. How can we mold this? Especially now with like UFC. That's like, you know, even that yeah. one like, that's a natural talent. That's a talent. If, if you got this, that's that's what we can do with this. Like, exactly. You can even just use this to help like be built better, better person because it builds yeah. discipline. Of course, of course. Dog, that's what footballs, uh martial arts, like boxing, that all taught me so much discipline. That I'm like, yo, when I'm slipping in life now, I'm like, damn, man. I need to play some football again. Get on the good ass. Stop coaching these kids and start playing again, man. Cause yeah. you that discipline you learn is is such a great life lesson. Such so so much values within that. That's why I love martial arts and the Asian culture. They're so huge on that, man. Mm. So huge on discipline and morals and just just the um a way the way of life yeah and not just like effing off in life like there's a way to live and they really believe in that I I love it man okay so let's talk about discipline ah you're in a in an industry that <laughs> promotes undiscipline all right rewards that's the most part. rewards yeah, yeah it incentivizes a lot incentivizes of, yes, yeah yes, it yeah, incentivizes yeah. a lot of different types of behavior oh yeah not a lot of it disciplined of how do you not. how do you balance staying disciplined how do you balance being a father right a son a brother yeah staying true to yourself mm. in an industry that like i said incentivizes everything else i learned what makes me happy right and i that? stay around those things my family my daughter my friends my boys working them grinding um uh, getting them in better positions even if they do it for themselves like i don't even have to be a part of that process I just want to see everybody win, and I love those things. I don't really care to be in the club. Um, I don't care even for, I don't care too much for girls anymore. Um, I'm still like a lover boy, you know, and I'm still a man at the same time, mm. but I'm not like out here wilding. You're not going to hear me in it's those conversations. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm not in that mix up. No, yeah. you're not going to catch me in that. Um, I just, I love, I know what I love. I love nature. I love the things, I love football. You know, I love cars. I love my daughter, my family. And I just keep myself around those things. And it's it, it, honestly, it can be childish as, as as much as it sounds. But if those are the things that make you happy, bro, then keep doing those things. You know, that's like it, you can you can like build a Lego for all I care. If that's what makes you happy, bro, you want to go to the studio and then when you're alone time, you build a Lego and you got your own little yeah. city dog. That makes you happy. That makes you happy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, do those things, bro. Because, like, we stare away from it. Like, yeah. I always, like, paintballing and go-karting. Mm. So I would do those things because I'm like, yo, I got the money now. I got the... I can even... I can get outside and find these places to even go and do that stuff. And I was doing that throughout my time. It kept me very humble because, like, I, I can still be a kid, you know? And I don't have to, like, worry about what they're doing over there and what that crew's doing, what these girls are doing. Like, I'm over here just being me, dog. Like, I'm living. I'm having fun. I'm chilling out. I'm not worried about that, you know? I just stick to what makes me happy. You're being, you're, you're doing all these things. You're being the, it's like you're rewarding younger, your younger self with yeah. the things you couldn't do when you were a kid. I never had a childhood. I had to take care of my mom, you know? Mm. So I give that to myself now, even through my daughter. You know, I love doing things with her and playing and giving her experiences that I didn't get to have or I did want to have. 
you know, that more of my parents didn't have the, you know, um, the funds at the time to have me, you know, go to certain places and have certain experiences as much as they tried. Um, you know, my mom always tried, but, uh, you know, single mom life, that's what it is. You can do what you got to do. You can do what you can do, you know? So I try to give her those experiences. Her mom does as much as, as much as possible. And I'm just trying to, you know, I'm 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 what 27. I'm st- I'm not you know. Yeah, man, still I'm young. still a young man. Yeah, young, exactly. Man. So I I know I know how to have fun, and still get work done. Mm. You know, that's what it's about. Yeah, you really are like shows obviously what discipline can, the yeah. benefits of discipline. Oh yeah. You also you coach. Yes, I do. How yes. do you how do you teach slightly? slightly. Yes, how do you I teach do. them dis- discipline? Like how um, would you teach like a kid discipline? What age group do you teach? Well, I was I was dealing with. Um, Kids were like 13, 14. Okay. Now these kids were um, leaving high school, just starting college. So they were way bigger. They were way more older. Um, they they really have to, for, for me, it's all about leading by example. Um, and I like to make sure that I, like when I'm on the road, I'm coaching you. I'm not really being your friend. I more need you to, Run these routes this way. Do this. Do this. You'll get that. Don't do it. You'll get that. It's up to you. You mm-hmm. make the choice. How bad do you want it? All right. Um, if you want it bad, let's go and get it. And a lot of these kids, they wanted it. And you can see and they put in the work. Um, and I'm happy for that. But it's all about being on time, you know, being early, um, uh, uh, making sure that you respect yourself as well as your teammates. Um, uh putting in 110% in every play. Um, you move in the right manner within the system, you're going to get what you want. Like, I've always believed in that. And it shows from when the things you do outside. If you're not doing mm-hmm. those things outside and you only do it on the field, you're only doing half the job. Mm-hmm. It's all, It's also outside the field. It's a lifestyle. Exactly, right? Um, that's what you have to instill in these kids. Once you learn that this lifestyle here on the field also... Um, is outside the field you, you try to implement it in a way that works for you but you, it'll pick up especially if at a young age it'll pick up um, and I just try my best to show that as I preach it because I know monkey see monkey do mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter if I say don't do it you're gonna do it because you see me do it so I try to lead by example as much as possible and it shows you know these kids they look they look up to I mean at first I would be late a couple of practices ago like uh, <laughs> I was going to the wrong buildings and stuff like that but when I got down to it I was I wasn't late I'm there boom 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 let's get to it what are we doing if I am not gonna show up alright I'll let you guys know but I was you know as soon as I got in the system it was easy for me to just lead by example you know yeah. I find saying as um, you're talking that what about like the difference when you go like the say like the because my parents was very do as I say yeah not as I do as I do yeah mine yeah yeah mine too so I feel like and you're given that just just follow me type lead yeah do you also like parent that way as well do you uh yes yeah yes yes because I well I have to keep you know I have to still be a dad to my yes. daughter and I can tell my daughter not do something but she gonna do it. She's me. <laughs> yeah. I know who she is. <laughs> but if she sees me do something, she want to do it too. That's why I go with that approach with her especially. Because I see that you know, anything that she, I'm doing, if, she, if I'm going to if I'm gonna pick this up and drink it, she's going to do the same thing. Mm. That's my daughter. So I know, okay, I got I to 
I can't do certain things around you. I can't let you see certain things or else, boom, you're going to want to do that too. You're going to think it's okay. You're going to think it's acceptable. So the more I show you that this is not, uh, or I am this person or I am, this is how we're going to be doing things or this is, then you can see it for yourself that it works. Hmm. If I'm just telling you something on the thin air and you're not seeing it for yourself, but I'm telling you this is right, you have a brain where you can say, how does this make sense? I don't see you. Why would I do it? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, wait, you did that? Oh, you like that? So you, But you want me to do that? Why? What's wrong with you? You know? Like, I have to have that open relationship where my daughter's not like, oh, why would you try to tell me to do something when you were just like that too? No, my baby girl, I ain't perfect either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I want to, you have to kind of wean that. It's, it's, it is risky. Yeah. Right? It is, because I, and I do know that. But it's, I feel like once you wean it in with the right tools, the right people to help you guide um, her and me into the right places where we can both, where she can learn like, okay, like I, I, I can, I can watch my father and he, even though he may have slipped, I know his heart, his character and who he is and he's not perfect and he's gonna, you know what I'm saying? Tomorrow he's gonna make up for that. Hmm. You know, that's what I have to at least try to instill in her for herself as well. Because we can never try to be perfect. We can be the best that we can every day, but we're gonna slip. We're gonna feel down. We're gonna yep. we're gonna go left when we're supposed to go right sometimes, you know. And that we're just gonna happen. This is life. Yeah. But as long as I can, I feel like show her from young, she'll understand that more than any other kids will when they're like in their teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of the admitting. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Right. Because same thing as do as I say. It's like well, that's just what it is. And yeah. If, same thing you talk parents are never wrong right so yeah. i feel like for you to be like yeah you can you don't have to, I, I did this wrong though but yeah. still do it this way yeah like you know showing that like i'm human but like it's opposed to just oh because when someone tells you just do it you don't want to listen yeah right just yeah. you know just because like that it doesn't work yeah no never right never. it doesn't I have a brain like you know it's you just know? like that's why you have to okay well, i'm going to find out myself you're not going exactly. to tell me Type thing. Yeah, exactly. Maybe and when you're like a, a young kid, but as you grow older, it's like, mm. well, why? Yeah. Like, don't ask why. Just yeah. do it. It's like, <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, you, like, <laughs> no. I always used to hate that, you know, because yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm I'm not stupid. Like I think <laughs> I got like, a brain. Mm. I could. I process. have a brain that's pretty damn good. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just try to tell me something. I'm thinking, you know, and I I'll think people sometimes where I make them ask questions like, oh shit, I didn't think of that. Yeah, because I'm I'm my brain's worth so. F- I'm thinking about it all because my like, yo, for me it was like I seen the older generation do do do, and not get so much, and I had to ask myself why, and then, I had to at least for me learn that oh you guys live in fear, oh you guys are not living for yourself. Hmm. You guys are living based on how they tell you to live. Oh, no wonder you guys are like this. Mm. You know? For me, I had to break that cycle. At least for me. My, I broke that cycle a lot for my mother. But my mom grew up in the Jehovah's Witness home. And my mom stopped um, doing things. My mom's not a... She's a super religious person. But when she's seen how certain people treated her in certain places, she said, I'm not going to take myself there again. Mm-hmm. I'm removing myself from these people because I'm seeing where, where how can I say this word, where the love and community really lies. Mm-hmm. And it's not from where I'm getting it over here. Not saying it's not, you're not going to find it there if you guys know what I mean. I'm trying to speak mm-hmm. it speaking right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah. But the home is also over here. Yeah. Why are we ignoring that? 
why are we not even starting with the home here and then bringing it there mm-hmm. right we're bringing this toxicity into these places expecting a different result right and it's based off of fears mm. right so yeah i just what's your biggest fear um i would say not being able to do something that i want to do if i can't um like i'm not i never really been scared of death i've been around it too much to be like uh if i i'm scared to die like obviously i'm you know a grateful and appreciative life but I've never been scared to let my soul pass on. Mm-hmm. So that's never been a big fear of me. Um, yeah, I would say failing. Failure is my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. Um, not being able to do what I want, which is provide. Um, that's the only thing that really scares me. And does your fear of failure motivate you or does it handicap you? Um, I wouldn't say it handicaps me at all, no. Um only because I learned about fear and what it really is for me at least and I control um I control what emotions I let myself have if I'm going to let myself feel fearful then I've given up um I've never been a quitter like that so I'm going to I've always just been a fighter so yeah I just look fear in the face and tell it to fuck off yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that oh yeah all the time yeah right. you know yeah I can't just give up and have my back against the wall and say that's yeah. me never so okay, I want to go back to the the, the career yeah, for a moment here. For sure, you get signed. Yeah, walk us through what happens next. Um, I get signed to meet Drake. Okay, but Where I actually got like? a text from him first, just welcoming me to the label. That felt surreal. I'm like, is this even his number? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, yeah, I met him at the energy video shoot. You know, I'm five ten, five eleven. He felt when I when I first met him he felt like he was like seven feet mm-hmm. you know that's how big in my head he was yeah. only because like bro i've been listening to drake since i was 12 11 um and yeah yeah middle school yeah like grade seven bro so it was um it was very trippy mm-hmm. to even be here because i was the kid i'm cool with everybody but i don't really hang out with everybody because i'm the weird kid mm-hmm. you know i'm very weird so i but i get along with everybody um didn't really get the girls because I was always too nice and they like the bad mind them. So I was always super lover boy. But look, and then it worked out for me. Look, it worked out. Exactly, right? So for me, it was always like, oh my God, this is where I'm at. Like, how out of everybody, because even the girl, I got bullied from girls in kindergarten. The first bully I had was a girl in kindergarten because she liked me. I didn't know. But <laughs> I, I was always less a lovable person. So why am I getting bullied? I never want to give back out the energy. And I never, I'm not like that. I'm still not like that. So for me, being that, that kind of person, this is not supposed to happen to me. I'm mm. not supposed to be here. Nobody thought that this would ever happen to me, ever, even me. So uh, yeah, when I got when I got there, it was just an unreal feeling. For years on the label, bro, being signed, everything was surreal. Nothing was real to me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like nothing at all. You know, I didn't see nobody as a real person. Everything <laughs> still, I'm still in La La Land. This is all <laughs> Extremely, yeah. Yeah, so it was um yeah it was crazy just even trying to adjust because uh I, I I feel like I was so young nineteen when I got signed I didn't know nothing man yeah. you know I'm just a little I'm just a young kid from B town like 
what am I doing here on this label? You know, why am I even here? Why do these guys, those are all the things that went in my head. Like, why, why do they pick me? Why me? Why me? Why me? A million times, like the doubt in my head, like, why me? Why are you, bro? You're you. You're not even all that. Like, this is what's going through my head. Like, why? Imposter syndrome. Oh my God. Cause I never believed in myself to be here like this, this fast, bro. I thought mm-hmm. I'd be here like 26. Yeah. I get signed by a label or something like that. Put in some years just from learning about how the industry previously was. Mm, yeah. Never knew that I would be one of those kids who get signed quick at this age and, you know what I'm saying? And that yeah. after Kodak and I don't know how many uh, young, NBA young boys, so many kids just started popping up after me. And I never, I couldn't believe it, right? But I was one of those first kids that got signed at that time. I was like, yo, it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, this is not a little little boy money. This is no. like, yeah, this is some real, this is a real big deal. So yeah, it was just so mindful for me. I didn't know what, <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't see, I didn't hear nothing that I was going through. I was just going through, I was just living, you know? Wow. Yeah, man. What a time. Crazy. Such yeah. a, what a time to be alive, man. So, as your creative process now, you put together music. Yeah. You walk us through what happens when you hit a wall. I'm always fascinated oh, by this because yeah, I love yeah. to learn about how people overcome the imaginary wall that blocks creativity, blocks focus, blocks the ability to move yeah, forward. Yeah. What happens there? So the wall to me is like a barrier that I always have to break down. Any wall. So when I run into this wall, I know okay. I've been, I've been punching at this wall all day, kicking it down. I ain't getting nowhere. Maybe I need to back up a bit. Let me just reassess myself. Let me just slow it down. Let me just back up, leave the wall alone. Um, and that's when I just, I don't even like get into brainstorming mode. I just let myself live a little bit. Hmm. I just don't think about the wall. Just maybe the next time I come, an idea will spark. I'm like, hey, maybe you should bring this tool. Maybe you should holler at that guy. You know, he broke a couple walls before that were like this. Mm-hmm. And that's how my brain works. And then I'll go attack it again. And that wall most likely gets broken every single time. So I don't really, I don't like to linger on the walls being mm-hmm. there. I like to not stress about it. Get back to what makes me me and just living life. Because uh, stressing about music is, it's a road I don't like being on. <laughs> yeah. It's a black hole that sometimes it's hard to get out of when you're stressing about making even one song. So yeah, I back up right away. Go back to living life. Come back to it later with a new mindset, new tools, friends, whatever I need to. Yeah. And what about the, the criticism from the online community? The comment section. <laughs> you pay attention to the comment section? Yeah, yeah that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Like how much like like Oh, I'm on there. Okay. I'm on there. Do you res- yeah. do you respond? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 I respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. negative comments as well? I try not to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I try not to. Yeah, yeah. I used to earlier in my career, but I try not to. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, why would you think that? And it's not even more negative. It's like, you just have the wrong thoughts. That's not the right It's not the right thought process. It's really not that, like that. So I wanted even more time. Now it's really just explaining. Yeah. Like, no, it's really... But I, I just, just let it simmer. In. What about what about like the good ones? You're like, man, that's funny. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know it's just like, <laughs> I'm mad, but... All right, that's, that's a good that, one. That, <laughs> I laugh about it with the mandem, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you, <laughs> you know, jokes you, about you, it. You those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, leave yeah. those ones. Or sometimes I'll just give a, a, some laughing emojis, yeah, man. Okay, you know, okay, or yeah, just yeah. troll them a little bit, you know. <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, I just leave it alone, make some jokes with the guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't make a big deal out of it because most, most for for the most part, a lot of those people, when they're dissing on negativity, it's for um, just a response. Yeah. yeah, or they like, or they, or they don't expect a response. Like yeah. They don't. Yeah. So when you do respond, I'm just like, oh shit, that's cap. 
That's cap. He's like, he's like, cut it. Like, that's you cap. know, that's cap. That's cap. <laughs> you knew you had, you knew you're gonna get a response sometimes. Like, depends, depends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like, I feel like they know they're gonna get a response. I, cause I don't know. I don't know why you would say it unless you know you want a motherfucker to say something. Unless you're just gonna say it to say it, but like, yeah, because it's like the someone's like, he's gonna see this, he's gonna fucking say something, and that's crazy. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, don't I just know. don't understand why people want to break people down. Like, you're mm. putting yourself out there. Yeah, you're putting together a piece of you, and you're saying, here, mm-hmm. this is this is me. Yeah, yeah. And then for someone to come in and be like, that's shit. Like, if you have a, a healthy criticism, that's one thing. It's like, hey, you know what? For sure. You're this album or this song. It wasn't as good as the last one, in my opinion. Yeah. Something like that. And yeah, I know yeah. that's asking mm-hmm. a lot of online mm-hmm. trolls. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there's no swear words in no, there. No, exactly. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a well thought out <laughs> criticism. Right. But when they when they do start just swearing and, and yeah. name calling and saying just stupid shit. Yeah. I'm like, what what are you hoping for? Like, what's the point of this right now? Yeah, like yeah. does this make you feel better? Mm-hmm. And if it makes you feel better, should you not be concerned about why something like this putting someone else down makes you feel better? They don't care. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is where I we just, live. This is where we live. Nobody cares. Even it's if just it so sad to see. Just, they're just, they're just saying things to say things. Yeah, because it makes him feel good, so I'm gonna yeah. keep, I'm gonna keep doing it. And let me shit on him. Yeah, just because. Well, just because. Yeah, either I can't do it, so I can't believe he can, or um, ah, uh, there's a, there's a, there's so many other reasons. I can't even yeah. think of them right now because I talk about this stuff and it's just like yo, people. Some some people are just naturally bullies. Some people are just naturally just going through something and just need to pick on something something you did somebody else liked and they didn't like it and they just gotta pick on like you never know something it's something that's mainly I feel internal I only feel like it was you mainly I feel like if you're just an artist dishing out your art and especially in today's era like there's so much artists you don't even need to say anything if you don't like that person you can just move on what I I think is that you should you should say something whatever get it off your chest but don't put it on like if I have some shit to talk about you yeah there's, there'll be a meme or something about you or somewhere I can talk to Like, don't go on your page with something that you're going to see because, like, why? Yeah. Like, it's like, why why put you down? It's like, if you just want to say it, say it in an open forum on, like, on, on Six Buzz or something, a comment yeah. comes up, then fight in those comments. That's okay. But even then, I feel like we never even used to have comment sections. You would just talk to your friends about it. So why do you need even, yeah. why do you need to comment that negativity in the first place? The people commenting like this probably don't even have that many friends on social media. So no. nobody's going to see it. No, they, why not just have so? the conversation with your friends? And some people like, just want to feel important at the same time, you yeah. know, creating those little moments on comment sections. Like that helps people feel important. So like a lot of people, they don't, this is a lonely world we live in. As yeah. much as we're together online, we're alone in the real world. So sometimes it gets to the point. It's not even, for example, for you to see, it's like I can see this, and then someone else can hate with me yeah. in the oh comments. And so it's like you're really saying this for other people in the comments, so yeah. someone can hop on. So it's like, oh, yeah. my comment got sixteen. Like now it's like yeah, now yeah, my yeah. comment got a bunch of likes. Oh, my yeah. comment got yeah. a bunch of responses. That is almost as because it's true. Sometimes I'll put out so, like a random comment, and yeah. there was like, yo, this this got like 150 co- like likes yeah, on yeah, this yeah, 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 yeah. like a random comment, and it's so I get that, but yeah, like I don't so. put that into a negative way, but it works the same way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, like. I see it like when I go on like, cause I love looking. The comment section be hilarious. Yes. Right? So I be going in the comment section. I'm always looking because I know the negative comments gonna have the most likes and there's yeah, gonna be some the, funny always. ass. It's gonna be funny, but like it's, it's weird though. Like yeah. yeah, it's like it's like you're rewarded for the negativity. Ah, uh, exactly. You're go, you're going to get yeah more response. You're gonna get more likes. Yeah. More, or or even 
people hating you're gonna get more interactions regardless yeah. regardless yeah. if it's likes yeah. or just yeah. people being you're stupid you shouldn't say that yeah. people, so people, people, people just so easy man yeah, you can go to you can go out like people will randomly go on let's say a vegan yeah page and be like the burger tastes good just to just to i know people. right like, like, like and yo, come on just man. to piss people off yeah and it's yeah, like, yeah 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 but you get rewarded for that so you still get that dope for me now and you and you can you go back it's like oh you know, so it's yeah, it's man. still that reward that you're getting. I think that that's the that's the key word you just said, dopamine. It's that hit of dopamine every time that makes everybody just keep going. Oh my yeah, god, what so? What? Yeah, never like, been more addicted to anything. This is worse than nicotine, yeah. man. This it's is like when you it's like when you close your phone and you see a notification pop. Yeah. You're like, ding. Oh. <sighs> like it's like your phone has to go off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it's off, turned and, over, and then it's oh, notification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, cool. Yeah. I'm done. I'm but if done. like if you're closing your phone and a notification, you have to open it back up again. Uh, I hate that my about myself so bad, man. <laughs> do you like do you do you put your phone away at all? I have to sometimes because I'm like I'm always on my phone. Sometimes I'm walking around a house with my phone just in my hand. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I'm bad now. Because <laughs> I'm so bored sometimes. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I gotta wait, kill time. What am I gonna do? Like, <laughs> do you ever go to the bathroom these days without your phone? Never. Like, well, now I do sometimes <laughs> I realize I always have my phone. So yeah. I like why am I going to the bathroom with my phone all the yeah. time? Like I'm just now I'm just chilling. Now the bathroom is the man cave yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a place to get away from yeah, everything it is. it's like it's like when your parents your yeah. parents and it's like usually the dad usually takes like a long washroom break yeah you know yeah, and he's yeah. like why is why is he why is he shitting for 45 minutes as you get older he's just ago. he's there relaxing this, yeah. just, Chilling, bro. it's the only time you get away from the world yeah. sometimes right no and one's bothering like, him nothing and then <laughs> these days like there's no phone nothing's okay this is just my time yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That, man. I purposely try to not take my phone into the bathroom it's, just for that reason. Weird. I'm just like, all right, for whatever time I'm in here, maybe I'm gonna detox from this phone for a right. little bit. I need to. Yeah, I'm, I've been doing <laughs> it sometimes, but I'm bad, man. I'm bad. I remind myself that one two day, and then third fourth day, I'm right back on my phone. Yeah, again, it's hard. Well, it's especially bad. if you work on your phone, that's just the hardest, right? Part. Like yeah. you obviously have a social presence, so you got to maintain that and you got to mm -hmm. do work for that. And that's yeah. all on your phone. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm trying to actually switch because I, I used to work on my computer, but I've been on my iPhone working for years. I mm -hmm. haven't really needed a computer too much, but now I'm just trying to transfer back to mm -hmm. using a computer again. So hopefully you that separate. helps me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So it separates the world. So hopefully I can get back to normal again you know <laughs> <laughs> okay so i got one question for you one last question oh man already only one last <laughs> <laughs> These conversations man. Uh, it just means we gotta do a part two i'm yeah. ready baby yeah. i'm ready though yeah what's one thing your fans don't know about you that you've been hiding oh man well it was my daughter <laughs> <laughs> um yeah oh man one thing that i've been hiding and it's hiding is not necessarily what I mean by yeah, that. Is I know it's not mean. like you're you're trying to like oh. yeah yeah yeah. But it's just like this is a part of you, and it's just it's private. I'm 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 thinking now. I'm thinking because I'm I'm a very vulnerable person. I let up pretty much everything yeah. to the world. Um, let's see here. I'm really got to think. Could dog. be a quirk too. Could be like you know you like go karting. You said that earlier. I do. Um, do you like building Lego cities? You know what? I don't have the patience for that no more. So. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe I was younger. Um, okay. Ah, dang. I don't know, you know? Like, I really let myself out. I think my fans know, like, I'm a super freak. I don't think they don't know that. Um, They know I'm a sports guy. 
Dang. Okay, what's one bullied. thing you would say to them? To my fans? Yeah. In what sense? Talk to them. Man. What have you what what have you I, wanted to say to them that you I actually have been wanting to say I'm sorry for so long cuz I've been so disconnected um from not just my fans but from myself where I haven't let them in my life the way that I used to. Um a lot of my fans they feel like they don't know this present Roy anymore based on the changes and the growth that I've went through. Um and I'm I always just want to like on tour I'm going to tell them how sorry I am and let them know and, and let, let them feel it because they are some of the best people in this entire world to me. They mean so much to me, dog. It's not about them paying my bills. It's not about them, um, you know, giving me this or allowing me to have this lifestyle that I do, that I have. It's it's the love that they give me, dog. Like, they love everything that I do, the person that I am, more than I even loved myself. And I feel like there was a point in time I disappointed them because I wanted to quit because I couldn't take none of this anymore. My management situation was going to shits. Right after the the Three Amigos tour, I was supposed to drop another album. I didn't. And I feel like that slowed me down because then COVID happened and then I haven't been able to give them music because I just, I, I, there was, a decision, I, there was decisions that I could have made that would have that 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 wouldn't even happened. There would have been no break. But I didn't make this one decision just based on loyalty to the wrong person, and that cost me like four or five years of music for my fans, for the world, growth. Like that took so much of my life, dog, and so much from my fans. Now when I speak to them, they tell me like they make me feel so old because I'm like <laughs> <laughs> like Robin, listen to you. You haven't dropped a, a album since I was in high school, the middle school, bro. I'm like 20 now. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's been that long, bro? So it, it, it drives me crazy, man. Like, and I just want to tell them, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to go this this, this long with the break. I, I literally only had intentions for a year, bro, just to get myself right, just to get back, just take a break. My, my head was going crazy. Yeah. And then COVID, like I had no choice. There's so many things. I I have so many fans that are mad at me right now, you know, because things, there's so many things I feel like that are just not going the way that they would want it to. And it's just me getting back to, you know. Being you. Yeah, even what makes me me. I lost that. I, I was on a lot of drugs. I was too many girls. I was always out or I was just locking myself in, never getting out. I was doing everything that was wrong for me because I just wanted to escape and not be Roy Woods anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I, I hated it. I fucking hated it. I wanted to be everything else but suicidal thoughts. Like, I've been... Sometimes I still have them because it's like climbing out of that after being one way for so long and all these disappointments, trusting people, trusting the, the industry, just failure after failure, disappointment after disappointment and all these people it just drove me into a pressure. I'm like, yo, so what am I doing this for? Who am I doing this for? Why am I? I don't even like. I, I don't even want to do it anymore. The, the love is gone, and they tell you when you don't love it anymore, you got to switch careers. But that ain't so easy, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That ain't easy. I can't just drop this now just because I don't love it anymore. Like, yeah. no, I still have requirements and stuff like that. Like, I still have stuff I need to do and albums I need to hand in. And people who are like, if I just stop making music right now, they'd be like, they'd be fucked up. Like, sure. I have mm -hmm. people who told people me about on you. actually rely on my yeah. music, bro. Yeah. Like. It saved some lives, 
and it's helped some people even though they took their life it helped them it helped soothe them mm-hmm. through whatever they were whatever pain they were feeling yeah, yeah. and that's how that my, my music isn't just music where I'm just talking shit no my music resonates with people like, I talk about yes. real stuff so when you ask me that question I'm like damn I don't know what to tell them that they don't know because I've I kind of give so them so vulnerable with them yeah, yeah. yeah I've given them all of me and I always do so yeah I just want to say I'm sorry y'all <laughs> <laughs> honestly Roy, listen brother I I appreciate you being so forthcoming with a Thank lot you. of this stuff because a man in your position in your industry it's not always celebrated when they they speak so openly about these things yeah. it's often criticized Yeah, no. and one thing I do want to say before we end it off is when you talk about your mom, there's a smile from ear to ear, and I <laughs> love seeing that. Always, smile every always time. Man. So, thank, thank you. you so much for coming through. Thank you, thank we're, you guys. You got thank fans you. in thank us. You. Thank you. And thank we're gonna you. do this again. Hey, I can't wait for the next yeah. time. Man. Round two. Real, man. You guys keep it up, man. This has been a pleasure to talk to you guys. Man. I appreciate it. Tour soon. Oh yeah, man, please. Soon. Yeah, pull up to the show, man. Yeah. Please, man. Please pull up to the show we'll so you guys can see what I'm really talking about. You said the last December thirteenth. December thirteenth. December thirteenth. Okay. I'll try to put some tickets for you guys. I'm sure. I'm gonna come. I'll come. I haven't been to many concerts yeah to be honest we had mitchell penny and yeah that was like the first like concert i've been to and it was a yeah. country concert I oh a wow like, oh country concerts are I'm, I'm kind of if you invite fun. if you invite me somewhere yeah i'm gonna go are oh, you gonna you're gonna have a I, I will pull up yeah right yeah, and, we'll pull and up. that and that was yeah, that was that was a very good concert yeah yeah, we'll so, be there. Please, please do, man. There ain't nothing like a Roy Wood show. I can promise yeah. you that, man. We go through the bears. Right. We go, it's an R&B, rocks, hip-hop show all in one, man. All in one. It's a party. So can't wait, man. Thank I appreciate you, you brother. Thank you, Thank you so much, Bye. everybody. Thank you. Thank you.